Good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a power couple, and they are business owners, and they're actually um, an amazing team because they talk about things that we need to talk about. They break it down in a way that we'll understand. So if you're a business owner and you're trying to figure out why something is not working in your system, tune in and listen up because I promise they have the answer. So I am going to start off by introducing Mary and Catherine Cohen. Hello, hey Anika. Thank Hello. you for having us. Thanks for having us. Yeah. I love having you guys because your energy is infectious and you guys make me laugh a lot. So I'm happy to have you guys here. And I want you guys to tell listeners what it is that you do. Uh, very simply, business owners hire us to keep their sales pipeline full because unfortunately most owners are unfocused or going after the wrong clients and really have no clue how to follow up. So what we do is help them create, maximize and monetize their funnel. And the bottom line really is that if you don't have a constant source of qualified leads, if you don't have people to call, you have no business being in business. It's interesting because so many people are there though. So many people have this bright idea to start a business. They have no idea what it means. And you guys use the term funnels. I know last year I was just starting and everybody kept saying, your funnel, your funnel, your funnel. And I kept joining all these webinars and I'm downloading this stuff and it's got bubbles and clouds and all this stuff. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? What is a funnel? And I realized probably nine months in that I was missing uh, the, the beginning piece, like let's say the, uh, the tube to the funnel, it was, I didn't have it. So can you break it down and tell people, what does that mean when you're talking about funnels? Okay. It means the exact same thing that it means in your kitchen. You're pouring a whole bunch of stuff in from the top. I mean, imagine the funnel in your kitchen. You're pouring a whole bunch of stuff in from the top and you don't want to lose anything. You don't want to lose anyone. And so it's real wide at the top. What does that mean? That means that you put articles out there. That means you appear on podcasts like this one. That means that you get your message out targeted to your ideal client. And those are the people that fall into the top of your funnel. So it's not everyone and everyone. Just like when you use the funnel in your kitchen, you're not pouring olive oil and water into the funnel at the same time. So you want to target it so that you're only pouring in the people that are most likely to buy from you. As you go down through the funnel, what happens is, everybody gets lined up to start to buy. Now the difference, here's where the difference in your kitchen funnel and your uh, business funnel uh, separates. You know, in the kitchen, hopefully all the olive oil makes it into the bottle that you are transferring it into. I use olive oil because I am Italian. Hopefully it all makes it into the bottle that you're transferring it to. It really doesn't spill out. It really doesn't go here, there, and everywhere. The reality in business is not everybody goes through your funnel, but everybody should be in there. Think of it this time as a vessel that is holding everyone in place. So you keep feeding that vessel. 
That's the funnel. Here, let me throw you an article that I just wrote or an article that I found on why branding is so important. Here, why don't you download this free or this $30 or this $50 or this $100 course, online course that I'm doing, product that I'm doing, whatever, that shows you my expertise as a business owner, my genius, and helps you in your business without spending a lot of money. The bottom line of a funnel, the, the thing that you want your funnel to do is out of the bottom piece, and we know how a funnel works, it's not everything all at once, but drip by drip, out of the bottom piece will come a client who buys your high-end product, will come a client who buys your high-end services, will come the client that ends up adoring you so much that, that they're referring 20, 30, 50 people to you. A funnel works in business a lot like a funnel works in your kitchen. Gather everything up and bring it into one place so you can control what these people see, how they see it, and how they perceive you so you get money. What she said. What she said. <laughs> I was wondering if Barry was going to say something. You know, I, I learned a long time ago, never follow Catherine. <laughs> so much smarter than me. And, and when I'm sitting here, I'm taking notes because she said some, a word that is so lost in business ownership. You said control. You said that you control what people see and what people get. And I think that that is what's often lost and where people go, all right. Yeah, you know, Catherine mentioned, you know, having the right people going into your funnel because you don't want anyone and everyone putting, and it's putting the right information out there. Here, here's a, a great way to understand why how, or how people are not controlling what's going on in their business, where their prospects are coming from. We're all on Facebook. And way back when, everybody said, okay, I'm going to have a separate profile for business and a separate <laughs> one for personal. <laughs> How's that working out for you? <laughs> it's not. Exactly. So, you know, you're putting out there, you're whatever end of the political spectrum you're on, I don't care, but you're putting out something that is negative to the other side. You're just mm -hmm. blasting, blasting, blasting. Mm -hmm. You're now alienating 50% of the prospects that are out there. Exactly. You're not controlling who's coming into your funnel. What you're doing is turning people off. Mm -hmm. And honestly, as business owners, unless you're in the political field, as business owners, we don't care what your political beliefs are. We don't have to have that conversation. I don't have that conversation with my clients. It doesn't matter. They don't care what my political beliefs are. I don't care what theirs are. They don't care what my religious beliefs are. I don't care what they are. As long as we are providing service and support that they need uh, and with us above and beyond, oh, uh, yeah, above and beyond what's expected. That's, I mean, we always try to give more value and everybody should do that too, give more value than they're paying for. But it's a matter of controlling what people see. Your website you know, make sure that's what you want your ideal high paying client to see. Your blog, 
Make sure that's what you want them to see. Your promotional materials, your, your pictures that you're putting out, whether they're headshots or you on vacation, make sure it's not of you killing a chicken. You know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, this was fun. You know, make sure you're not doing that because you don't want to turn people off. You lost clients. Yeah, ex exactly. So it's all about the perception of what people see. And I want to be clear about this. I'm not saying change your personality. Um, because my, my personality is to joke and make people laugh, and I do it all the time. But when it comes to business, I, I know my stuff, and I'm real serious when it comes to it, although you might learn by a joke that I make. Exactly. So, you know, th you don't change your personality. Uh, mm -hmm. However, control what people are seeing and hearing and reading about you. The picture of you drunk at a party should not make it onto Facebook because it will ruin your business. Just saying. I'm actually listening to you guys because as a public relations specialist, this, these are tips that business owners don't get and that you guys also are teaching that. Um, and I think, I think that's important because that's, pe that's something people need to learn from the jump because they get into business and they're building their image and they're not realizing that when somebody is looking for you, Googling you, they see everything. Yes, they do. Everything. Everything. It never disappears. And, and, and you know, and that's, un unfortunately, you know, it's something that we're learning as we go along, uh, you know, for all of us, because pretty much for all of us in business, um, it, it, there was no internet when we started out in business. Uh -uh. For many of us, there, you know, so it, it, especially if you've been in business for a while, there was no internet, there was no Facebook, there was no, you know, there wasn't even a cell phone where you could text or text blast or whatever and, you know, take pictures. So there, there weren't all these things we're learning as we go along. And for the most part, you know, we're, people are not idiots and they're not, mean-spirited for the most part, but there are the one or two things that we do that come from our parents, that come from our environment, that come from, you know, just whatever, depending on how old you are, it may be less politically correct than the younger generation who is learning what it means. And so, um, it is a learning curve. So just be kind to yourself as you're doing this and learn and do better next time, you know, do, do better with your next post, do better with whatever it is that you're doing. So I, I don't want people to freak out and think that they can never open up a business because they said something stupid 10 years ago. It was Trust 10 years me, ago. I said plenty of stupid things. <laughs> Last week. Probably this morning. Probably. I'm thinking like that's a teachable moment because you know a lot of what we go through or what happens to us is what we say if we use that then that's actually where our experience comes from you yeah. know and so many people are afraid what is your advice to people that are afraid to start a business because they think that they aren't the right type of person do it anyway as long as you as long as you prepare do it anyway. You know, at one point in time, you, some you out there in podcast land, you were not the right type of a person to be a nurse, a doctor, mm -hmm. a teacher, 
Um, you know, you were not the right type of a person to fill in the blank. At some point in time, you were not the right type of a person. So that's not true. You know, that, that's, and, and, and that goes more toward, you know, reworking your mind and, and making those mental shifts and making the new mental connections and all of that. And that's not what we do. But once you are committed to however you want to do it, reprogram your subconscious mind to no longer believe that lie, then we can come in and say, okay, let's get your ducks in a row. What does your branding look like? What does your messaging look like? Who is your ideal client? What exactly are you selling? Because it's not a widget. You are not selling a widget. You are not selling a service. You are selling an end result. You are selling, you know, Anika, you're selling awareness with the podcast and, and with your public relations company. Um, you know, we're selling uh, increased revenue. We're selling ease of doing business. We're each selling something other than what it is that we think that tangible that we think that we're selling. So start to get those ducks in a row and do the things that are necessary to, to build your business. And yeah, you can, you can build a business. You can build a business out of anything, whether it's, you know, whether you want to start your business as someone who is in a network marketing company and um, you're just getting your feet wet into what does it look like for me to be in charge of everything mm -hmm. to buying a franchise to, you know, just launching your own business based on your expertise and something that you're passionate about. Do it. And I, I think also to follow up with that, once you do it, make sure you have the support make sure you have a support system, whether it is, and I'm doing air quotes, a board of advisors. Uh, when we started our first business, our board of advisors was my father, who was a CPA, uh, a friend who was a lawyer, you know, just people surround yourself with smart people, experienced people. And when the time is right to hire the right people to do what you need to get the help and support that you need. I agree. And, and Catherine just talked about different kinds of businesses because a lot of people get blurred here. A lot of people, they get in an MLM and they think that's the end of the road. And I tell everybody, use it as a stepping stone. It gives you the tools that you need, but don't expect to stay there. You, you're getting into a trap if you think that that's the end of the road. Use it. Take what you learned from it. I learned marketing. Like I started you know, getting my business cards for my consulting. And I was like, I'm an independent consultant of somebody else's dream, somebody else's vision. You know, and it's okay to take those baby steps, but don't get complacent. You know, if you have a coach, a business coach, somebody like you guys, somebody to direct you, a lot of people just need direction and they need to stop getting comfortable in these safe places and be willing to tap into people that they know. And even if they feel like, okay, maybe I can't afford their services, don't be afraid to ask. Don't be afraid to ask for help. Don't be afraid to ask for direction to somebody else or, or even ask the question of what do I really need? Because when you have experts and you have access to them, it's up to you to ask for help. And a lot of people are sitting out here in podcast land and in their living rooms, couches, wherever, and they're just so afraid to ask for help. Um, I, I listened to you and you broke it down to what types of businesses you can, because everybody has this perception of business ownership and 
what is branding and you talked about funnels i have another question for you that i know that you guys can bring clarity to a lot of people because i see it i'm i'm, I'm stalking your website um how do you teach people this is something i struggled with for a year uh, okay live i'm still struggling how do you teach people to identify their ideal client okay and Catherine's pointing to me that i get to answer that um that is for us that's the meat and potatoes of what we do because you it's the foundation of everything in your business so what you're doing is first of all taking the qualities of your favorite clients that you work with now your best clients uh you're taking qualities of of people you want to work with all the characteristics of these people and we like to break it down to one individual person what we call the avatar um, some people might have heard that term in marketing jargon. Uh, so the avatar is one single individual person that encompasses all of the best characteristics of your best clients, your future clients, your past clients, and it's an imaginary person. That's where you start. And from there, you know, and, and it, it is, um, it's a process. You know, we, we tell people, take time, because people want to sit down and do it in 10 minutes. Sit down, let's do, no, we say, take at least a week, at least five minutes a day. So it's not, it's not that crazy um, to do it, but um, if you take the time, you're going to realize, hey, this person, it's a, it's a female, it's a male. Um, it's, uh, it's somebody who is 45 years old. They commute to work 30 minutes a day. They're an architect. You know, all of the details. You get all these details. Their income. You want to make sure that this is a person that is qualified to purchase your product or service. Because if they're not qualified to do that, you're going after the wrong person. So you put them all together. You get them qualified, and then you can start from there because then you could do your branding. Then you could do your messaging. It, so it, it's the foundation of everything. It's a lot of who you want to work with as well and, and who, could, who could be served by your product because, um, you know, another, another piece of the avatar is pain. What pain does this person have? Um, and, and, and can you solve it? So if, if we're doing coaching and we coach to uh, client attraction mastery, well, then the pain of our client has to be that they're not getting enough customers, that, that they're not keeping a, a, a constant flow of potential leads, of, of, of potential qualified prospects. That's got to be their pain. If somebody comes up to me and says, I am as booked as solid as I want, I don't want to have employees, I am making more than enough money, and I am so in demand that if I want more money, all I have to do is raise my prices and everybody's going to stay with me, so I have no worries. That's not your avatar. That's not your ideal client because they don't have the pain that you solve, whatever that pain is. And that's, and that's how you figure out who your ideal client is. And then who do you want to work with? You know, do you want to work with whiny people? Some people get a charge out of working with whiny people. Some people get a charge out of working with, you know, demanding people. Some people like to only work with, you know, 
easy does it people it, it just depends it, who do you like to work with you you've got to identify that as well because if you can't stand to work with somebody don't make them your avatar don't say that that's who you want to go after you'll be miserable get a job somewhere I'm over here cracking up because you guys have talked about my whole business like because we do you know when you start a business you go through these stages of just you know you accept anybody you're just trying to fill a void you're like okay I just need a client but Barry said something that has really stuck to me it's that um, he said who is your ideal client like who who is your favorite client and when he said that you know it's you know these conversations are about funnels and these coaches about funnels and these coaches about you know choosing your ideal client it's so interesting because people coaches can coach the same thing and it may not resonate with you it's finding the coach that speaks the language that you need to get it because the way that you guys are saying things makes sense he said who is your favorite client and immediately my favorite client popped in my head and i can literally sit and create an ideal client based on her and i never thought about that before i'm so busy trying to figure out who is my ideal client you know what do they look like and but when you say, who do I enjoy working with? I get that. When you tell me to just reach into the sky and figure out who I want to talk to, I can talk to anybody. So, you know, it's just in the presentation and I, I appreciate your transparency because you guys educate so much, but your verbiage is just on point because I get that. Even the avatar, I've never heard that concept anywhere, but it makes total sense. And it's a matter of just making sense so that people can get to the next phase instead of people swirling in this, this swarm. People think that they're, they're speaking clearly and they're providing services and it's just more confusing. And it's just like, oh my gosh, this is, and then people give up. Yeah, and, and you know, we were there, you know, we, we, we went through a lot to finally figure out, hey, we need to identify who our avatar is. Uh, in a former business that we had, it, we almost went out of business because we were going after the wrong clients. So, you know, if you don't know who you're going after, you don't know what to say. Um, the, a great example that we love to use all the time is uh, somebody that sells skincare, their skincare products. And you ask them who their ideal client is and they'll say anybody with skin. You know, if you think about that, is it really because there's a couple of things. Number one, not everybody has the money to pay for your product. Not everybody is going to like your product, regardless of how you feel about it. It just, that's the way the world works. Number three, you go after me to try to sell me skincare and I'm going to turn you away because I don't care. I don't care. Catherine tells me to use product all the time. I tell her no. Yeah, so you, you, you keep trying to sell to the wrong people. You're putting so much energy and effort into that. You're not, you're not making the money you should be. If you're putting the energy and effort into your ideal client, into marketing to them, that's where the riches are. It's simple. It makes so much sense because so many business owners waste so much time trying to figure that out. They really, really do. And, and it's, you for, for us, it drives us crazy because we, we love to see small businesses succeed. We love to see our clients take off. When, they, when we see a light bulb go off over their head when we're talking to them, that is such a great feeling. It's like, yes, it hit. They finally get it. Now they could take off. And that's like Catherine said something about hitting on the pain points. And I remember when I heard that probably nine months ago, 
I mean, as a therapist, I understood what they meant by pain points, but it's different in business, you know, understanding what your pain point is, because if you ask somebody, what problem do you solve, which a lot of coaches ask you, it's not always easy to figure out and to just blatantly make a statement. You know, you can't really make a problem statement and say, okay, this is what I resolve for people because in business, it could be multiple things piled on top of one. And if that's the case, then those are all the things that you speak to all the, all the different problems that you solve. But ultimately there usually is one gigantic problem uh, that, that you solve. And that's the, that's the overreaching problem of everything. And just, you know, just figure that out. And Can you if say you that again, Catherine? There's one overreaching problem. There's one main thing that you solve. And that covers everything else. So if you don't know what that is, because it, it here's the reality. When we talk about ourselves, whoever, you know, whoever out there is talking about themselves, it's tough. And then when you talk about somebody else, it's so easy to say, oh, I know exactly what you do because you know from an experiential point of view. So if you can't figure out what it is that you solve, ask your clients, what was it that I, what, that I did for you? I mean, what, what problem were you having that you sought me out? And they'll tell you. And that's how you get to that. And I like what you said because you gave people permission to have multiple problems. And that's what I was looking at because a lot of people think, you know, that they have to have one problem. Or, but it's normally under an umbrella. And a lot of people think that it's wrong because it's under an umbrella. And it's not wrong. It's just you got to identify it so that you can then figure it out and how to fix it. Oh, Barry, you just uh, decided not to use the microphone anymore. <laughs> no, that's, I, that's how I roll. Uh, <laughs> it, the, the other thing people need to understand, since we're talking about their ideal client, the avatar, if they solve multiple problems, they could have different avatars for each problem. So if you have multiple products, different product lines or different services that you provide that are related but different, you can have different avatars for each one. So this way you know who you're targeting and who you're messaging. Absolutely. And that leads to another problem that people run into is they try to vomit everything they do when they're talking to somebody. I do this, 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 and this. I do that all the time. Well, Anika, you're going to stop that now. No. I can't vomit anymore. I can't purge. I can't project out no more. The, the, what you want to do is the message you want to get out is for that particular avatar only, one at a time. And Catherine, do you want to tell them about business cards? Because I know you love telling people about that. Okay, well, I, I just want to step back to, you know, uh, no projectile vomiting. <laughs> people can only absorb so much. And it has become official that we have a shorter attention span than a goldfish. It, it oh is boy. now official. Oh and so with that, you want to talk about one aspect of your business. Have people go out and hunt one aspect of your business for you and then come back and then hunt another aspect of your business and then come back. It's, it's a patience game. The other thing about, you know, uh, about doing too many different things is on your business card. You know, if you're, um, 
people have multiple businesses these days. They, they do. And, you know, for example, you may be um, a business coach, but you also happen to be a real estate investor that looks for other investors to go in on, on what you're doing. Um, you know, and, and maybe, um, you know, and, and, and maybe you sell, um, Avon because you want to, you know, you want to sell enough to get your Avon products for free because you love them. And that's fine. And, and that's just the nature of the beast these days. Mm-hmm. But when somebody asks you what you do, don't tell them that you're a business coach who, you know, is looking for real estate investors and sells Avon. Don't have that on your business card. Be so clear. Where, where are you hanging out? Are you, are you hanging out at the PTA? Well, then you sell Avon. You know, are you hanging out at a golf course at a charity event where everybody just paid $1,000 a plate or $200 a plate, you know, like way more than that meal was worth per plate in order to, you know, in order to be at that charity event? Well, then talk about your real estate business. Are you in a room full of other business owners? then talk about only, you know, talk about the fact that you're a business coach. A confused mind will not buy. A confused mind will never buy. And a perfect example of that, and and this is an East Coast thing, so I don't know if all of your, um, if all of your listeners can relate, but have you ever gone to a diner, specifically a diner? Because when you open up the menu, it's everything. The 40 page menu. It's everything. Oh, oh 24 God. hours a day. It's just like Italian, breakfast, alligator, steak. And yeah, we're and, from the Northeast. We don't get alligator. Right. We don't get alligator. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's down here. <laughs> and, you know, you went in thinking that you were, you know, that you were going to have lunch and you saw the waffles on the menu and now you're confused. Eventually, you will order something, but it takes you a little longer. And now, it's not think of taste right. Because not what you had in mind. Yeah, you, you start to change your mind. You start to get confused. It takes you 20 yep. minutes to figure out what you're going to order. A confused mind will not buy. And yep. if you're confusing your clients, they're not going to buy from you. Even if, even if one of the things that you are selling is a Band-Aid and your potential client is standing there bleeding, they will not buy from you because they are confused. I know, I know, I know she said she sells Band-Aids, but she also said she sells nail polish. Is she going to put nail polish on my cut or is she going to put a Band-Aid on my cut? I don't know. <laughs> and there you have it. And, and to continue that, one business card per business. One business card. Don't put all of your businesses on one card, one on one side, one on the other side. It's separate cards because again, you're confusing people. And if somebody's looking through their stack of business cards and yours is facing one way and not the other, but they're looking for whatever it happens to be that's on the backside, they're not going to see you. Nope. That is so interesting. You're giving so many points that I get. So I'm sure there are so many people that are like, oh my gosh, that's what my problem is. Because I think you named all my problems. So <laughs> we'll I'm, talk. Just gonna, I'm just going to stay in my feelings over here. Because yes, absolutely right. And this is something that 
I think it's important for business owners to learn in the beginning, but they need to revisit it because you have to revamp this stuff and you have to rev up. You may know it when you first start, but then you get into something else or you add a service, you know, or you add something else or you take something else. Or even when you're going from the technician phase of your business to the entrepreneur phase of the business, the dynamics are completely different. And so I could see how your services play into the evolution of business. Um, can you tell listeners what services you provide? I do toilet cleaning and kitchen duty. <laughs> Only in Phoenix, though. Only in Phoenix. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> no. If they want to pay for my flight, I'll travel. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. He's versatile. <laughs> yeah. As, as long as you're willing to pay for business class flight for two, um, we will go to where you need us. So the services that we provide, um, we do coaching. And we offer a couple of different programs. And specifically what, what we do in coaching, because you've, you know a million and one coaches. We're all about client attraction mastery. We are all about how do you have these foundational pieces in place, whether you've been in business you know, five minutes or 50 years, you've got to re, re you know, revisit the foundations. It's what do you sell? Who is your ideal client? Because that changes over business. You may not want to work with the same people in five years. Uh -huh. So what are you selling and who is your ideal client? And then what does your branding look like? More than your logo, more than your colors. It's, it's you. How do you present yourself? What do people think of when you leave the room? As Jeff Bezos says, um, it, and, and it's the messaging, all those components that put a message out to the world that attracts your ideal clients to you, that has the person who's listening or reading the article or looking at your uh, Twitter, has that person go, you know what? I want to click on the top of the funnel. I want to click and get put into this funnel. That's what we teach. How do you put something together to get the person into the funnel and how do you keep them in that funnel and keep people coming to the funnel so that now you can convert them into clients? You, you know, the biggest, the biggest complaint any business owner has is that they say that they don't have enough customers. No, your biggest problem is that you don't have enough prospects to talk to to turn into customers. Mm -hmm. Absolutely right. They're out there. Are you speaking the right language? Absolutely. And so that's what we offer and that's what we do. So you guys have individual coaching, but can you tell listeners what other services, how can they um, get your services, your, your webinars? What, what, how do they tap in to, to getting you guys? Well, I know that, We'll give you some links that you could provide in, I'm assuming you have show notes here. Uh, so on the page, there'll be some links and we have a webinar coming up on Monday the 3rd. Um, of June. Of June, yes. We got to make sure we put, put dates in there so this is no longer an evergreen uh, podcast. Uh, we have a webinar and that introduces you to Client Attraction Mastery. We We go through details of step-by-step step, 
the things that are required to get your ideal high paying client attracted to you. Uh, it's roughly an hour long, so it doesn't take much time out of your day, but it gives you a great overview of how this whole process works. Uh, and then we also have a class coming up. Believe it or not, it's called Client Attraction Mastery. I, you know, go figure. We, we get so clever <laughs> with the names. Uh, and, and that class is coming up on June 11th. And that is, that's six weeks of details going step by step, really digging in to, to what it is you sell to your avatar, to your target market. It, it goes into everything, messaging, branding, the whole works. And we really get into great detail on that. And that I think for your listeners that are either just kind of getting started in business or have hit a brick wall and they plateaued, it is a fantastic place for them to really dig in and, and just get their roots planted for their business so they can grow from there. What they'll come away with is a solid plan to say, okay, this is where I need to make some changes in my branding. This is what my avatar looks like and therefore this is what my target market is. And this is where I need to make some changes in my messaging. What I say, this is all the places that I must, you know, put my message out. These are all the places where if I put my message out, it's a complete and absolute waste of my time and energy. And that's what they'll come away with. So now if you're talking the right things to the right people at the right time in the right places, you'll attract clients to you. And, you know, people say, well, the, the same person who's on, for example, you know, business to business app, LinkedIn, that same person who's on LinkedIn is in Facebook. Yes, and when they check LinkedIn, they're looking for business articles, they're looking for business information, they're looking for something specific, and they're in a specific frame of mind. When they click on uh, Facebook, they may be in a different frame of mind. It may be in the right frame of mind for your product or service, but you don't know that until you know who you're talking to. And when I'm in business mode, I want to be spoken to different than when I'm in, you know, when I'm in Facebook, oh, what are my nieces and nephews up to? Oh, what are, you know, what are my friends doing? Mm -hmm. Absolutely true. Absolutely true. So we've got those links for you and, uh, and we, and we welcome, um, you know, we welcome your listeners out to it. We also have another, uh, fun little link that, uh, that will be on the show notes. And that is, um, a create your ideal client cheat sheet. And if you do nothing else, if you do absolutely nothing else, download that cheat sheet and work it and really truly work it because you'll see your business in a whole new light once you're done doing that. So please take advantage of that free little gift from us. It, it's simple and yet it makes such a tremendous difference. I know it does because the thing about it is, is you're, it's, you're just, if you're just out here shotgunning, there's no backstop. I know I tried it. So, <laughs> and it's on her business cards. <laughs> we've all tried it. You know, we, that, that's the thing. We've all tried it. And so, 
let's learn from our mistakes. Yeah, because it's insanity if you don't. <laughs> so ask for help from people who know what they're talking to. I love you guys because you guys, you know, even just talking to you guys and with, with conversation, you know, you have a lot of coaches out here and I know a lot of people, they get confused because it's saturated, but you know when somebody knows what they're talking to. And you guys, I love that you're a power couple because I tell you all the time, you're the only power couple I know. Um, and it's important because it's the different perspectives really help, you know, you know, you guys support each other and you know what you're talking about. And that helps because when you're out here in business, you can feel very alone, you know, and it, it does get lonely when you have no support. Uh, we, we know people that are in business and their spouse doesn't support them at all. They just, well, whatever, do whatever you, you need, you need that. You need the support. And support looks different. So, you know, even if you have a spouse that supports your business, that can mean a lot of different things. But I tell everybody, create a village. You need to have people that you look up to. You need to have people that are where you're at. And you need to have people behind you looking up to you. You know, and it just makes sense. And you got to blaze that trail that way. So I want to thank you guys for being here because I've taken a whole sheet of notes. And I don't know if I'm going to share it with listeners or not. I'll keep it for myself. But anyways. I learned a lot. I hope they will too. Well, good. Thank you so much for having us, Anika. Always a pleasure to hang out with you and, uh, and, and laugh a lot and, um, and, you know, and tell your husband in the background that, yes, the wife is always right. Just, you know, know that when you're in business with, uh, with your spouse. I'm going to put and, that note in the podcast too. Absolutely. And absolutely. you're going to have the timestamp on it and replay it for your husband. Over and over again. <laughs> And I look forward to seeing you guys at Women of Impact because you guys will be presenting. We yes, are. We look forward to coming down there and, and uh, yeah, being there, being on stage. We're, we're so excited with Women in Impact. We really, really are. Women I'm excited in- to have you guys. And Barry is not going to be the only man. I'm going to recruit some more men, Barry, just for you. You know, the events that we go to, for whatever reason, I'm usually the only guy on stage. <laughs> I don't know how it happens, but it does. <laughs> Barry said, I'm holding it down and I'm used to it and it's all good. That's That's it. All right. Well, thank you guys again. And I can't wait to actually see you guys in person, but I'm sure we will talk way before then. So listeners. Thank you. Listeners. Thank you guys for tuning in. They said toodles from, tell them where you're at. Oh, Phoenix, Arizona. Yep. From Arizona, but they're not Arizonians. Is that the word? Arizona's we're not uh yeah we're not native we're not native uh I make, we are I make work up pardon Arizonians I up. Arizonians yeah <laughs> I made it up Phoenicians <laughs> where are y'all from Catherine originally from New York we're both originally from New York I have to put that out there because it just makes a difference I'm sorry now they understand now they understand not like they couldn't tell from the way you talk all right listeners it's all love thank you guys for tuning in to another edition of your voice your power with barry and katherine cohen you guys know the deal stay powerful